Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey, Life Church, Pastor Bob here with Pastor Chris. Hi there. Hey, today, man, I have a really challenging question for Chris. <laughs> uh, we might get into the weeds a bit, and hopefully we can stay within our 15 to 20 minute timeline here, and I have no idea where this is going to go. So, a miracle. So strap your buckle in. Um, so I, interesting, you know, we were having some conversations at our group the other night, and um, one of the things that came up was just, you know, God being omnipresent, omni know, like knowing all things, um, we kind of see God as like he's outside of the timeline. Like if you write a timeline on the paper, where is God? Well, God is the paper, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so God being the paper and and kind of knowing all things and and being outside of time, uh, there's this question that that we have and this thought of well, why, if God knows and is outside of time, outside of the timeline, when he creates something or someone, um, if he has the knowledge that he can see the timeline of their life and he sees that this person's going to do evil mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in their lifetime, let's say Charles Manson, for mm-hmm, instance, mm-hmm. why would God go through with the creation of Charles Manson Mm. And when he can see the timeline and, and be all knowing, right, omnipresent, and know that there's some things that might come down in this guy's life that's not going to benefit others, right, right. Uh, you know, for us as human beings, most of us are very. We want to know the cause. How how did this happen? How does that happen? And we like to do research. We like to investigate. And so when we when we investigate God, and we, then we also look at the the things that are going on around us, we can say, well, this doesn't. How does this match up? How does this click? When we get a bigger view of who God is, like you said, He is um, uh, all knowing, all powerful. He lives outside of time. God is in this room with you and I right now, Bob. We would say that God's presence mm-hmm. is here. But at this very moment, he is also in the delivery room where you were born. Yeah. He's in the same place at the same time. It's wild. (laughs) Because he's outside of it. He's not constrained. And so we really have to look at it creator-creation view, is that God chose to create us, and then as it says in Genesis, we were created in his image. The Latin is the imago Dei. The, the image of God is in us. Mm-hmm. So there's some of the, the, the image of who he is that's inside of us. Conversely, there is nothing of created or humanness or fallenness that's inside of God. Right. Just isn't. He's beyond all that. The other thing, too, is that God is entirely self-contained and self-sufficient. Meaning that he needs nothing. He doesn't, he doesn't need. need he, he doesn't need human beings. But we, as created beings, we need God. Mm. Even though you know atheists will tell, no, I, you know, I am the master of my own destiny. Uh, but you and I would say, no, it's the it's God that even keeps our heart beating. Uh, it's the the mystery around how 
the, the, the leaves on a tree turn brown in the fall and fall off in the winter, and then you get these little buds and mm-hmm. then flowers and then leaf and fruit. And you think, well, that, we just take for granted. Well, that just happens because it just happens. And so what people will pick and choose of to, in that sense, how, how, much, how much of God do they want God to be? Right. Do they want God yeah. to be uh, uh, a micromanager? of like in charge of anything god shouldn't allow evil in the world mm. so every time uh if if evil was going to happen god would intervene so if i had a baseball bat and i was going to whack you on the head god would say no that can happen poof he turns the baseball bat into a feather now some people would say well i'd like that but in reality would we really like that mm. that every time something quote unquote evil or bad could happen god would intervene well we wouldn't want that but when something does happen, like a, a bus full yeah. of people that goes off the, the edge of a cliff and everybody dies, it's like, why didn't God? Mm. Where was God? It's like, wow, now you want him to micromanage. Now mm. you so God takes all of that into consideration and goes back and gives us the book of Genesis. You know, thank God. <laughs> that's the other thing. Theology or the knowledge of God, studying God is studying what God has revealed about himself. So how does God reveal himself? Well, as limited people, he has to reveal himself in a way that our little brains yeah. could even comprehend it. So we can look at a sunset and go, wow. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's what we call general revelation. We can say, who created this? And you and I were talking about this. is like Psalm 8. Even David said, when I look at the stars and the heaven, and then I look at us, as men, I go, who, who are we that you even mm-hmm. think about us when I look at all of creation? So God is revealed in that, but God is also revealed through his son, Jesus Christ. God so loved the world that he sent yeah. his son. So the incarnation says, look, I'm going to show you who I am through this incarnate one, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus, his teachings and his life really showed us. And so when we think of a murderer, when we think of a Charles Manson or a Jeffrey Dahmer, or we look at these serial killers, hor- horrific people, God didn't create them. God, God that is the, re- re- the fruit or the manifestation of a fallen world. Mm-hmm. Because right after Adam and Eve get, get expelled from the garden, uh, they have children. Right, it tells us that yeah. you know they had Abel and then they had Cain. Well, what happened? Cain, Cain killed his brother <laughs> yeah. Abel out of jealousy. The rock, or the yeah, hand. yeah, and and you know fratricide is just like the, what the heck? I mean, yeah. they weren't that far away from the garden where they had started. And that's how quickly sin can enter into the world and pervert the world. Mm. And so when we look at that, we say, God, you're you're so much bigger than all these things, yet. How is it that you allow for a Charles Manson yeah. or a Jeffrey Dahmer to cannibalize and eat people? Why you know? did you even make them? Right. Allow, why, like, if you can see, you know, this happening in their life outside of the timeline, like, why? why God, right. Why? Well, that's why there's so many theories. I mean, you have people that have this theory that basically God took the world like it was a clock and he wound it up and then just said there there you go and it, mm. and when it when Hands it runs off. out yep. it runs out and yeah. you're all screwed you know there's that kind of a view it's very fatalistic mm. uh but you and i believe in this intelligent design that god decided to create a world which human beings could experience life mm-hmm. could experience beauty could experience chaos 
but we were always supposed to have navigated it with this omniscient, omnipowerful in being. relationship. In with, relationship yeah. to to navigate us, because he said, "Look, these things are going to happen." In, in, in a result of a fallen world, Cain killed his brother Abel. I mean, that happened early on. Mm-hmm. So when we see the evil in, in a, a, a serial killer, we can say, God, why did you do that? At the same time, he's saying, look, this is going to happen all the time until hearts are completely transformed. Yeah. But God wanted it to be that way. That mm. That's the beauty of it. And it shows you know, my theology on free will is that God chose to allow us to choose. Mm-hmm. that says, I can choose evil or I can choose good. I can choose to be a, a blessing or I can choose to be a curse. Now, God can navigate us through that. But where we get stuck is when that evil presence is suddenly in our midst. Yeah. And then we go, God, what are you doing? How did you allow that? It goes back to the whole thing of like, do you want God to intervene on everything? Yeah. Do you want God to make sure that you always have money in the bank? Do you want him to micromanage? Yeah. Or do I, you want it to be more relational? I mm-hmm. and I think when you have a micromanager, you lose the relationship. Yeah. I I love managers when I when I work for places who I'm in relationship with and aren't micromanaging me. When they're micromanaging me, it's yeah. like I don't have any relationship with them. I'm just a robot. Yeah. To what they do. And that's not God's heart for us. He doesn't want us just to be robots. And um yeah, so I think, you know, would you say that God in creating humans, you know, it wasn't necessarily for him. Would you say that it are my creation, me being created is for me to enjoy this life, to enjoy this world, to, to be able to be in relationship with God, to experience the Mm -hmm. love and joy of, I, I have a son and a daughter and, and to be able to experience that, that part of life, Mm -hmm. um, is it more for us then, or? Yeah, that that for me, is that to, is the most amazing, beautiful thing about God. Is like we said, God is self-contained. He has no needs. And he has always been, is, and always will be. So he looked at the universe, and like it says in Genesis, it was chaos. Yeah. It was, it was nothing. And then he spoke. Why did he make that choice? If he was completely self-sufficient, he had no needs, there was something of love, mercy, mm-hmm. compassion, joy, uh, paternal as like father, even though God is not male or female, mm-hmm. but this, this desire to say, I, I'm going to do something. And yeah, it's going to have its faults, and it's actually, the experiment's going to fail, and, but I've got a plan. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine the Trinity having this conversation mm-hmm. in heaven? It's like... You know, the father says, hey, let's do this. And the son says, yeah, but, oh, that means I have to. Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit says, yeah, but I'll be with you. And they, yeah. they're all working together. They made that choice to do that for you and I to experience the beauty and the wonders of this world. Mm. Like I said, for you to sit down on the couch with your little girl and read her a book and feel this this warmth of, of love that that is uh, beyond imagination. So God didn't even have to create the world in the first place. Mm. So I guess it would go back to what was his motivation? Yeah. Was he just like bored and said, I just need, <laughs> I need a kingdom? Well, Did if that was the people case... people to worship him? Yeah, or is then, he then we would have been like, robotic. Then yeah. it would have been just a bunch of minions, and if you all fall out of line, you know, I'm going to 
I'm going to do the flood thing over and over. And that's why uh, when the yeah. flood came, and yet he preserved humanity through Noah, and then he said, you know what? I'm not going to do that again because that didn't work. But he could have at any point, and even to this day, said, you know what? This, this is just a horrible experiment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to end it. But he wasn't doing it for himself. He was doing it so that you and I right now could be having this podcast, people listening and improving their lives and improving their appreciation of creation, improving their appreciation for God's beauty and the stewardship. Because that's the other thing, too. Adam and Eve, even before the fall, were given a commission to a perfect garden. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, take care of this. Hey, these animals don't have any names. Adam, give them some names. That's the other thing, too. God could have come along and said, okay, Adam, this is... This is the name of this plant. This is the name of this animal. No. But he did. And that's where, for me, it gives me hope in this world, Bob, even though, you know, the, the world is at war and the horrific things that are happening around the world, whether it's in the Ukraine or whether it's on the Gaza Strip or whatever, we're seeing. But this is just a repeat. Yeah. This is just a repeat. We've seen this activity, on and on you know. And- uh, in in every part of the world, yeah. There, there, this isn't a European Nothing thing or an American thing. It's just human beings have been brutal to each other since the beginning. Yeah. But we then have the gospel that says, "Hey, there's a way to be like Adam again. Mm-hmm. There is actually a way through Jesus Christ that we could have that intimate, loving, shameless relationship with God, right? Again, yeah." It's good. I I think it is comes down to choice, you know, when we're here on earth, we're created like ultimately God gives us the choice to do we want to create chaos and mm-hmm. evil in our life or do we want to embrace the beauty and the righteousness that mm-hmm. Christ has for us and uh there's people who choose one or the other and um those that choose chaos, man, it's it's not God choosing. He's not creating the chaos for mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. It's it's those individuals who are living their life in a way that really impacts others and um, has a ripple effect yeah. in, in some way, shape, or form. And so, um, yeah, it's so interesting. These topics, like you can go around in circles. Like mm-hmm. there's another. Oh, sure. Like yeah. why did God? <laughs> why did God create? this or Satan, that. Yeah, or yeah. like why did right. he create where did he come from how did he end up on the scene and yeah all that stuff yeah and we can go around and around on that and it's just it's challenging some of these like it's like i don't know there's a lot of time that we can spend talking mm-hmm. and getting deep in the weeds on this stuff but i always come back to to what are we doing individually yes. are yes. we embracing the beauty of the world and creation that, that god's made and are we watering the beauty are we stewarding like you mentioned the Mm -hmm. things that god's put in front of us with that or are we so caught up in the weeds that we we can't do that because we're so in our heads about it and um man yeah these conversations i come across quite often and sometimes i'm just like does it matter? Because <laughs> well, you know, in the, the end, it, it's here? really up to God. What are we going to do if we get the answer here? What are you going to do about it if you know the answer? Right, because you think about it, and I'll close with this story. Peter denies Jesus three times. Jesus is being interrogated, and somebody says, hey, I, I recognize you. You're one of the followers of Jesus. And he's like, I didn't know him three times, and even uses profanity. You know, probably drops the Hebrew version of an F-bomb. Mm. 
and says no. And then when he realized what he'd done, he says he went out and he cried bitterly. He just yeah. wept and wept. Well, then Jesus rises from the dead, and they're out there fishing, and Jesus calls them to the shore. And Jesus looks at him and says, you know, Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. And it's this thing of like, wow, really? You That's it? You you yeah. you trust me? Even though I I screwed up royally. And that's, again, Jesus saying to Peter, see, Peter, you still don't get it. Yeah. I came so that knuckleheads like you can have a second chance and mm-hmm. a third chance and a fourth chance. But you have to follow me. Right. You, you, you know, that's that's and that's all we're trying to do, folks. When we do these podcasts and this and that. It's like, let's come on. Let's follow Jesus. It really is the only way, the truth and the life. There is no other way. Totally. And that kind of goes back to our podcast uh, last week where we talked a little about Paul and Saul and yeah. that conversion that's all experienced and just the. You know, are people too far gone? Is a murderous Saul too far gone? <laughs> and no, because he has a choice and That's God right. reveals himself to us in his beauty right. and beautiful ways. Although yeah. being blinded, some of us might not think it's so beautiful, <laughs> but that's another topic. Anyways, yeah. uh, we're going to close out today. So uh, thanks for listening to this one. I hope that uh, you got something out of it. I know we're a little all over the place uh, this morning, but um, we will talk to you guys next time and hope to hear from you. Okay. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.